Hello, my name is Charles Johnson, and this is the Alabama Entrepreneur Podcast. Alabama entrepreneurs telling their stories, giving us a better understanding of the small business experience. Vanya, what has been a specific extraordinary customer service experience that you have received or given from a small business? I really just completely always prioritize my customers. Um, Just this morning, I literally baked and assembled an order for um, a customer who needed something right away. And I think my favorite part has been creating custom pieces for brides. So really just that brainstorming process, going back and forth, you know, looking at the gown and the setting of, and just the whole vibe of the wedding and just creating that perfect accessory for her. That to me is great customer service and also just what I love, love doing. All right. Well, there you have it. Vanya's exceptional customer service story. Vanya, a lover of fashion, a seeker of the unique, a multitasker. She is 100% Italian and believes that her personal aesthetic is absolutely infused by her nationality. Her goal is to craft seriously unique jewelry to make you feel beautiful each and every day. Moss stands for mother of sons because she says, Boys are the best kind of art. She believes that she has created to create. You can find out more by going to shopmosshandmade.com. Vanya, how did you discover the art of making jewelry? It's kind of a neat story. When I was younger, I was definitely the crafty girl that would, and I would even set up, instead of lemonade stands, I would set up you know beaded jewelry stands that I would just craft myself but my aunt taught me to sculpt little flowers from the soft part of the bread Um, we would like take the take the soft part of the bread and re-dip it in water and make this kind of dough and she would kind of like sculpt little animal figures with me and little flowers with me and it's something that just was in my subconscious for many years and then in 2018 I was going through like some some rough personal times and I just decided to get back to the love of art that I had and just you know to seek happiness that way and I was just experimenting with different mediums and I came upon clay and I sculpted my first few flowers and I was hooked. How do you come up with these designs? Do you draw them out first? Sometimes I do. It's really a lot about visualization. I'll surround myself with like the color palettes and the textures. I'll probably, I usually start with textures and color palettes and then I, and like different elements and materials I want to use. And then sometimes it's either I visualize the finished piece and I make it happen or I tinker with different materials until I create the perfect piece. Something that I've never seen before is that you work with clay to make jewelry. Can you describe that process? It seems like that would be a very lengthy process. It is a labor of love, but I, you know, in the beginning, I would even like have to stretch my wrists and do different like hand stretches to keep up with the volume and just the repetitive motion that my hands have to do to to make them but I've gotten so much faster and just kind of really the process is now second nature to me I kind of make the clay softer to mixing it with liquid clay so that it's not as hard on my hands to work 
to work out like to need yeah i just kind of made up the process myself i don't even use any like stamps or you know professional clay tools i actually use just like a handmade tool that i came up with to make each petal and do these go into like a cooker Yes, yeah, so it is baked. After I sculpt it, it's all like, you know, on a parchment sheet of paper and baked in the oven. And how long does it take to bake them in the oven? The baking process is very quick. It's about 30 minutes max. And then when they come out, then you have to decide on color and different things like that, right? Well, I sculpt in color batches. So I'll do all my whites, then I'll do all my mauve color, all my greens. Um, I usually, you know, I'll usually do like two, three, I'll sculpt two, three colors per night. So they'll all go in the same oven at the same time. During this COVID that we've been going through, has it been challenging to get products in to make your jewelry? A hundred percent. The actual clay itself has become... It's so difficult to acquire. The colors are so much more limited and just not as accessible as they were before. And it is stressful. You know, sometimes I'll have to do limited edition pieces if I don't have enough clay or enough materials, things like that. Mm -hmm. Your Instagram account has a lot of amazing pictures. And you also kind of take those pictures out. I'm not exactly sure what you call it, but sometimes you post like six or nine pictures at a time. So it creates sort of a mural on your page. How did you learn to do that? Thank you so much. Yeah, I actually call it a mural. That's exactly correct. It's just some people like split images and they'll do like, I guess it, it must have been something I've seen, uh, you know, consciously or subconsciously on other people's profiles. And I then found an app to split the images exactly in that format. Now, something that you mentioned that you were a photographer, is that why you have some of these amazing pictures? You understand how to take a good picture? A hundred percent. I know that my, I, I have a degree in graphic design and then I, you know, did professional photography for 10 years and I have no doubt that both those, like both those experiences and, and skill sets are, a huge reason why I'm able to do what I do and just really convey my branding in the way that I can do. Do your pictures on Instagram come from a phone or from a professional? 99% is all phone. Okay, you just have a very good way of laying that out, so that's wonderful. Thank you. I just, you know, really, my photography skills are, I, I know, are definitely a big reason why I'm able to do business on social media. You know, I feel like that's a required skill set nowadays. If you're going to have a business, good photography is just so, such a big part of it. You do photo shoots with your jewelry and you have models. How did that all come about? How are you able to do that and bring people in to show off your jewelry in the best way? So again, that that's where my photography background really comes in handy. I used to style photo shoots just for fun and for magazines back in the day. And it's just a huge passion of mine. Anything design related, I'm always all in for. I love just designing, you know, vendor booth displays at, at market shows and designing jewelry and designing like outfits and designing style shoots. So really, it just comes from this passion of mine to convey beauty in my own unique way but so I'll just visualize you know 
a campaign shoot and I will call my favorite hair and makeup girl who does all the glam for my shoots. Her name is Christina with a transformation. She always glams up the models in such a beautiful way. We discuss like the vision for hair and makeup and, you know, look at different photos and I'll come up with a set for the, you know, the set design and I shoot it all with my iPhone. Well, that's, that's wonderful. Do you have any advice for someone that's wanting to learn to take better pictures? I would say surround yourself with good photography and really study why you like the particular picture you're liking. Study the lighting, study the framing and just what vibe it conveys and what emotion it's conveying and why you like it to then recreate it in your own unique way. And photography is an art, so you probably have a good eye for what looks good in a photograph. I probably think so, yes. <laughs> okay, well, that makes sense. How do you market Shop Moss? So Shop Moss has, I've been very lucky that it has grown organically really well, especially the first two years. I really did not touch you know, Facebook or Instagram advertising. I did do a lot of influencer marketing where I would send out my products to different influencers that fit that niche of unique jewelry and fashion and styling. And they helped spread the word for me. And that really did work very well the first two years. Uh, now it's becoming a little bit trickier with social media, even even with that. But I still think it's a great way to get out there and get exposure is to send out your product and have amazing customer service and really just make your customers super happy so they'll come back and talk about your your product. I also incentivize people to take selfies with the jewelry and to repost it. They'll get a discount if they leave a photo review on my website. What percentage of your sales come from online, from your personal store versus wholesale accounts? It's it's a lot more. It, it's mainly online. It's mainly online. I only really wholesale to two different boutiques. Okay. And are you wanting to grow your wholesale line or not really? I think to a certain point. I always say that I will keep doing this as long as it brings me joy. So as long as I can keep up with it and I can handcraft everything myself and still get to be creative and it doesn't get overwhelming, that's where I know my threshold is. When people, you know, I guess we're one of the boutiques that we're carrying your product. Yes. When people look at that jewelry, they always say, I have never seen anything like this before. So it is a piece of art, which I think is really very interesting on how you have approached making this jewelry. That's literally the greatest compliment because kind of like I said, how I said earlier, what one thing I really truly want to be recognized for is the uniqueness of it and just how much passion goes into it. So to hear that is everything to me. Now you have a huge following of Instagram followers. How did you get so many followers in just a couple of years? I think the influencer marketing helped for sure. And I just really put a ton of effort towards social media. There, I always show up every single day. I'm, I tune into what people want to see. I try to inspire them. I try to keep it fun. And, you know, I really just feel like I know what the woman and girl that follows me wants to, like how they want to hang out on social media with me. And I feel like trying to serve towards that has helped. Again, social media is is tricky and just right out difficult sometimes, 
but I try to have fun with it and enjoy it and post things that I would want to see. And that's really my only, you know, perspective on it. And the algorithms are always changing on social media. So it's always hard to figure out when you post something who will actually be able to see it. Have you noticed that any particular picture gets a better hit than another one or posting a certain time of day? Does any of that factor into what you do? I think people love new releases. That's what one big common denominator has been for me. So aside from holiday season, I try to release at least one new piece every month to keep things fresh. That's what I feel like Instagram and the algorithm kind of, they, they encourage, you know, big, like the return of the engagement and that engagement will come when people are excited about something new. So that's what I've seen. Now, as an employee of Shop Moss, how do you pay yourself? I just pay myself proportionally every month. I don't do a set amount every month. It's proportional to what I make in the month. Okay, and that can be very challenging to try to figure out what that is, especially whenever, you know, you are the sole person running this business. You're really having to do everything, so trying to figure out what to pay, that's probably a great structure to be able to say you're going to take a you are going to take a portion of what your sales are. Yes, I typically leave 30% for operating operating uh, just like to restock and things like that and taxes as well. So I leave a percentage in every month to account for restocking, materials, you know, all of the things that go into keeping up with the you know, overwhelming amount of inventory that <laughs> all of these different styles require. Do you have a system that you use that keeps up with payroll or that keeps up with your inventory for end of year taxes? I don't have like a, I don't do QuickBooks or anything. It's just all old school. And do you have an accountant? I do not. Okay. So you're really doing everything on your own. Yes, my husband does help with the accounting and the bookkeeping for sure. So I'm not, he's much more well-versed than that and we'll do our taxes. How many hours a week would you say that you work? <laughs> Innumerable, <laughs> a lot, nonstop, but it never feels like work because I'm really just so invested and, and I just love it. And I, I'm definitely a workaholic, but a, a happy workaholic. <laughs> How do you find balance with work-life versus family life with having boys? Yeah, so really typically all through the year, I feel like I can keep up. And then holiday season around September, October, when I start prepping for holiday season, that's when it becomes, there is much less balance and everything feels layered on top. But, you know, I, I feel like I'm a very, I'm a very organized person. So I'll, I'll write down my task list and I'll go through my task list not to overwhelm myself. When I feel overwhelmed, I just break it down into smaller steps and I try to work fast so that I can do everything that I want to do because, you know, I tend to I tend to overload myself, but I'm one of those people who cannot sit still and and when things are slow, that's actually when I'm not happy. <laughs> and when things are busy and fast, I just I feel satisfied and like I'm, I'm living up to my potential. Do you actually go to trade shows to sell your product? Not so much trade shows. I, I do like holiday markets and craft fairs and pop-up shops. And have you found those to be pretty successful? Yes, 
very successful. In fact, you know, I just want to do more of that for sure as things open back up and, you know, because a lot of them were shut down in 2020 and I was not able to, like, this is the year where I'm gathering all the information of which market, you know, does best for me and the attendance of it and how it's curated. So this is really the year that I'm going to be doing many of them to then narrow down which one's worth the best for me. Yeah, you have a very easy website to maneuver around. Did you create your own website or did you have someone design and build it for you? I did it all myself again with that graphic design background. I had the experience from my previous businesses how to do that. So, you know, I I was able to do everything from scratch myself. Is that a WordPress? It is Shopify. Shopify. So you just go on in and then you upload your photos with pricing and you have found that to work pretty well for you. Yeah, I would say Shopify and Big Cartel are both e-commerce sites that are very easy to navigate for even for someone without like a graphics background. Big Cartel is probably even easier than Shopify if you're just starting out. But Shopify, you will purchase, you know, your your plan and then you will purchase your basic template, which you then can customize and, you know, add your own banner and just rearrange things how you want them. And it just, it's a really good, easy e-commerce platform. You can go on to Shopify, create an account, upload pictures and get started really fairly quickly. Yes, you really can. Mm -hmm. And do you know what pay system they work under? Do they take... Visa, MasterCard, do they have PayPal? I think they have it all. They really, I think you can pay with card or PayPal. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not familiar with Shopify. I know when you go on, you know, you're not even really sure you're on a website that is under Shopify. So, Mm -hmm. which I think is kind of nice that people don't know that. And that way, you know, it just looks like it's set up and ready to go. and. What are your long-term goals with Shop Moss? Um, I really want to grow as far as like the markets. And, you know, as of recently in this past summer, I was just really wanting like an even different outlet. And I created a Disney line and of, of earrings that are kind of like a, an abstract interpretation of just the classic movies that we all love. And, I did it really just for me, you know, just the way that Shopmoss was born in the first place. And it's so fun for me to just keep creating things that make me happy and that in turn make other people happy and people receive really well. So I think my goal is to just keep doing that, keep having fun with it, keep enjoying the process, keep being creative, let it be my creative outlet and not put a lot of pressure on myself. Have you thought about adding employees I think that if it came to a point where I truly could not handle it anymore, I would definitely do that. Right now, you know, as as busy as I am, I still feel like I can I can handle the workload and not need to delegate much. Um, but it would sure, obviously would help if I let go of some of the reins for sure. Do you see yourself ever opening up a brick and mortar, or is that something that you're not really interested in doing? Probably not just for handcrafted jewelry. I think it would be very difficult to keep it just stocked up and the, the long hours. I, it's not a goal of mine. Now, if it grew into designing, I don't know, clothing or something like that one day, that's something I would entertain. 
But my dream, I think, you know, going back to the other question is, you know, for me, just keep being creative means one of my dreams is like to travel Europe and to find European flea markets and gather vintage materials to then rework into modernized jewelry and like make it my own. Make that th Those are the types of dreams that I have for this company. What has been your best experience being an entrepreneur? The best experience, I think just being in, in the community makes me super happy. It, it fulfills me. It fills that bucket for me. And to just see brides wearing my designs on their big day, that's a huge honor I don't take for granted. It's it's a huge deal to, you know, put one of my creations right by their face, you know, the, the earrings and adorn themselves on that big day. It's a huge honor. I feel like that's one of the best experiences. What has been the greatest challenge of this business for you? The greatest challenge was is has probably been keeping up with inventory because I half the fun for me is creating new designs. I end up having way too many. Like knowingly, I know I have too many styles that I should probably reduce it to make it easier on myself. But it is half the fun for me. So the challenge is keeping up with inventory. What advice would you give to others that are wanting to go into the jewelry business, specifically jewelry that is handmade? Yes. I think because it is a saturated, you know, any of the arts businesses are, are tricky because they're so saturated, fashion and, and fashion design and arts. I think it's just to truly find your niche, find something super unique, whether it's something so simple about just your aesthetic but just really make it your own and stay, stick with that. Don't steer away from it. All right. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to add to this interview? I guess I would want people to know that my designs are multifunctional. So you are able to wear them two ways. Many of the pieces you can wear two ways with or without the hoop portion, just as the studs or with or without the crystal piece attachment. So just I like to offer a lot of versatility in the designs. And I think that's wonderful, being able to get more than one look out of a piece of jewelry. That just, I've never seen that before. Very creative. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Well, there you have it. Vanya Morris, owner of Shop Moss, another great Alabama entrepreneur. And thank you so much, Vanya. Thank you so much for having me. If you want to enhance your experiences throughout the great state of Alabama, I urge you to seek out locally owned small businesses. They will certainly increase your happiness. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider giving it a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for listening.